kidding me. But it was serious. Working, traveling, or whatever. Um, so that's the reason they're not here tonight. So Mike asked me to leave. Um, let's pray for them as they travel. I believe they're on the road right now. set of hearts to worship Jesus, hear the word of God tonight, amen. Brother Samuel, open us in prayer. Trust you. 
hear what you're going to say to us, Lord. God, change us, Lord. God, we don't come here, Lord, just to hear, just to hear a sermon, God. God, we come, Lord, to hear from you, Lord. We come to hear the word of life, Lord. God, we want to hear it, Jesus. We want to, oh God, be changed by it, Lord. We don't want to waste this time, God. It's precious time that you've given us. Speak through our brother here tonight, God. Give us ears to hear. Anoint him, Lord. Baptize him, God, with your spirit, God. Grant him that liberty, God, that authority, God, to preach. Thus saith God, the word of the Lord, oh God, a word in this season that we need to hear, God. Oh, Father, come here tonight, Lord, walk amongst us. In Jesus' name.
protection involves discernment. If you're going to protect that which is underneath you, you need to have discernment. You need to have godly discernment. As we can see, uh, old brother Lot here, he uh, he was looking with his eyes. And he saw that it looked. Come on, and it was, hey, there was good things about that place, amen. But the men of that city, but the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord. Amen. If I believe he had enough discernment, he would have took his whole family over there and caused it to be in great, great jeopardy. This reminds me of a time where, you know, I have um, my mom, she is one of ten siblings. She, uh, she has, so it's nine girls and one boy. And out of ten siblings, only one has stayed married to the man that she's married. The rest of them have been married and divorced, and a few of them multiple times they've been married. And one of them in particular, uh, I believe the third, the third oldest, uh, my aunt, she had married a man and uh, thought that he was just a, a really godly man because, you know, he could, he could uh, come in a church house and hold a little Bible study. And he could say a few good little words, and she thought she was, that was just the one. I remember he was a very odd fellow, but... I mean, I was young at the time, and, but she thought that that was just a godly man because of the outward, because of looking with her eyes. Right. Amen. It wasn't long after they wound up divorce. They, they had stayed together for 10 years. She told me that the first year she married him, that the first year of their marriage, she realized she made a deadly, a dangerous mistake. That man turned out to be the worst <coughs> pedophile, I mean, just a sexually deviant and a pervert man, perverted man. Amen. I believe that you must have discernment when you're making these big decisions like this as to who you're going to marry. And plus, for one thing, the discernment that I wanted to, I wanted to point out is that there are ways that you can tell a fruit. Jesus said if you look upon a tree, you can know it by its fruits. Right. Amen. I guarantee you, you put a spirit like that up in a prayer meeting, he'd stare at the wall. That's how you discern something like that. That's right. And another point that I want to make underneath protection here, and if you will, please turn to me to Genesis 19 and read in verse 14. And this is when I, this was after the angels had warned Lot, saying. This city is going to be destroyed. Gather all that you have, the family that you have, and get out of this place. And we see here in verse 14, And the lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-laws, which married his daughter, and said, Get up, you, out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. I believe that this must have been, now I can preach this and this can be, you know, the way that I'm going to preach this is going to seem like Lot over time. I believe Lot had his downfalls and they must have been a person that sort of must have, you know, had a lot of compromises in his family. They seem to be as one at mock. It seems to me if someone was to tell me this place is going to be destroyed, I'd take it seriously. But, you know... This is why it's so crucial for us to take command and take authority and charge over our families as God has told us to do and commands us to do. There was an incident one time 
um, I was at my relative's house, and um, I was just sitting there on the couch, and across from me was sitting, you know, my cousin's wife and my cousin sitting there. And she was sitting there saying, well, I'm going to go to Baton Rouge, I'm going to get a tattoo on my ankle, it's going to be a cross, and, and he was sitting there, and he was like, no, you're not doing that. And she gritted her teeth and said, you're not going to kill me what I can't do with my body. Oh, they gritted my teeth, I hate doing that. I mean, absolute rebellion right in front of everyone. But they didn't think that was a big problem, and I guarantee you later, if this sort of situation was to happen, and my dear cousin was to look at his wife and say, we're in big danger, he's going to sit there and mock him because all he had to do, he will sit down and count, oh, whatever, wind up getting a uh, tattoo of a cross on her side of her ankle. But, you know, I think about myself that, well, what kind of situation would have I have ever been if I had ever been in that situation? I believe that if I was a born-again man, and I believe all things are possible. If you got born again, you have a wife that was a rebel. And I believe that, you know, you would walk up to your wife. If I was him, I would have went to his wife if he was born again. And I would have said, you know, you know, honey, I'm sorry that all these times that, you know, I wasn't born again. I wasn't right with God, but amen, I got born again. And see, with this little stunt that you pulled right in front of my family, you're never going to do that again. Amen. Take charge of your family. Because it could ultimately be the death of your family. They don't take you seriously now. They're not going to take you seriously then when real trouble comes. Leadership. Leadership takes discipline. And what is what are the sort of things that we must be disciplined in this Christian lifestyle? Well, I would say prayer. Praying. Yeah. Takes a lot of discipline, you know. Sometimes right. I don't want to get up out of bed. Right. But amen. But it takes that because Jesus did it. And Jesus commands us to do it. And amen. I believe that this is a part of leadership that we must indeed take. Amen. Being a good testimony. Amen. I, you, you, I would, there's some fun things I might want to go do. There's some things that I might would say but I might think are funny. But I want to be a good testimony to others. Right. And taking orders from your authority. And just to, uh, because... Imagine, I was imagining this myself one time. I said, I want to be the best employee that I can be in my own workplace because I want to be, a, uh, if I was to be a boss one day, I would think to myself, what kind of employee would I want to have to work underneath me? Amen. Is someone like that to be submitted underneath you and to, you know, amen. And then as long as they don't take the sin, do that. Amen. Because if you can't, you can't be led. You ain't going to be leading nobody else. Right. Yeah. right. Sacrifice. You can't offend a dead man. If you're, if you're dead to sin and alive unto God, you, won't, you walk in the spirit and not in the flesh, you won't oh. get offended. But you think to yourself, why are you, uh, you know, equating uh, not being offended to sacrifice? Well, it's for your reputation. Amen. I'm going to, you know, put my reputation online. I'm going to, no, I'm going to, Put that, you know, what sort of ego that you may have manifested up in yourself or who you want to be, and put that to the side. Humble yourself down and get like Christ. Amen. You know, Jesus was accused of, and this isn't, no, I'm not regarding your testimony. I believe you should definitely keep your testimony. Amen. It's good to have a testimony. But what I'm talking about is not being offended when something is preached from the pulpit that God is instructing you and God's trying to deal with you. 
Amen. If you get offended, amen, then there's something, there's something going on wrong there. You need to receive. Amen. Amen. Because Jesus himself, and for one thing, too, you know, this is, well, the point I'm trying to make in this right here is that, you know, if you get offended, I, 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 down here, I want to be, I want to be someone that is open and willing <coughs> to receive anything that's being taught to me, anything that's being, I'm even being rebuked over. Amen. I'm not going to try to get all, you know, stiff arm and the spirit get offended and don't want to say anything because I'll be high something. You know, but I'm not hiding anything. You know, we need to have that, you know, that posture of heart to know I'm not hiding anything from God. I'm not hiding anything yeah. from man. Because ultimately, right. you never hide it from God. If you're trying to hide something from God, it'll be manifested from man. Right. Because right. the Bible says the eyes are the windows to your soul. Amen. You can see in someone's eyes if something's not right, you can tell there's something wrong inside. Jesus himself was being accused of the devil, yet he didn't go around and, you know, you know, trying to, you know, I'm not actually the devil. I didn't really mean it that way. No, he just spoke the word of God. Yeah. Yeah, let us be like Jesus in that sense. Love. As our pastor once said, we are called to love others, but we're not, I may be butchering this up, but we're not called to love others. We're called to love others, but we're not called to convince them. I don't have to convince you. Right. Amen. I'm just called to love him. Amen. And this is the love, of, and God is love. And this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. And if you keep his commandments and abide in that love, he will put you in a place where you can protect instead of being a good timer. He will put in, you will take leadership instead of twiddling your thumbs, looking around for someone else to take charge for you. You will make sacrifices instead of doing your own will. You will... You who are here today, this evening, are products of men and women that decided to uphold and choose to go against the grain, to uphold these principles that I've just mentioned today, and that we benefit off of this. this we're the products of this. Yes. My friends, I believe this is the time that we ourselves, as a first-generation Christian and second-generation Christians, that we should continue to strive to uphold these principles that I have laid forth before us so that we may be Food for man eating lion. Amen. 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 You know what? The Bible says in verse 11, you know, first he, first he looked at things naturally. You look at him spiritually. You know, he had to make a decision. Where is he going? Where is he going to dwell at? We all making a decision. Where are we going to dwell at? Where are we going to live at? Are we going to live in heaven? Are we going to be seated with Christ in heavenly places here and now? Or are we going to live earthly? Just international. Just I got my job, I do my thing. I'm, you know, maybe I'm not you know, in all kinds of sin or anything, but I'm not thinking spiritually, I'm not thinking about the things of God, I'm just just going about my life, you know, I'm a pretty good person. Alright, that's how Lot was. Lot wasn't doing anything. He wasn't out committing adultery. He was a family man. And he was I believe he was right with God. But he started looking at things in a coral and a natural way. Like for the presidency. And you know what happens when you do that? You make bad choices. That's right. Yeah. 
And that's exactly what he did. It says, then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan. And Lot journeyed east. And they separated themselves the one from the other. You see, first he looked at things carnally and naturally. Then he chose to go in the wrong direction. And then he actually went in the wrong direction. And there's some of us who are making choices right now. And you're making choices based on what's in that heart. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. And as you are, that's what you're going to choose. Amen. You know, a pig is going to wallow in the, in the mud because it's the nature of the pig to wallow in the mud. Right. And what your nature is, is what you're going to choose. And if your nature is carnal, if your nature is merely natural, if you only see things in the here and the now in the natural world, you don't really see God and the hand of God and the kingdom of God and and see things from an eternal perspective and a spiritual perspective, you're going to make bad decisions. And then when you're in the middle of well, what you made, these bad decisions, and all of a sudden, you're going to find yourself in trouble. You're going to all of a sudden find yourself in a really bad, bad place. And you're going to wonder, how did I get myself in the middle of Sodom about to be destroyed with this culture and this world that's about to be destroyed? Amen. If you are out there in that world and you have that worldly mentality, friend, that world's about to get burned up. That's right. God's about to tear that thing to the ground. And if you're thinking like the world, if you're allowing the world, if you're being conformed to the world, and you're worldly in your spirit, and you're worldly in your character, and all you think about is the same things these people think about, natural things of life, which, I'm not, like I said, there's nothing intrinsically wrong with natural things. We have to. There's a place for that. But if that takes priority over the Lordship of Jesus Christ, if that takes priority over my relationship with Jesus Christ, then, friend, I'm in worldly. Right. And if I don't get free of that, and I don't and I don't get allow God to pull me out of that, then I'm going to be destroyed with that. Amen. Amen. It's a very serious matter. And I pray that we will make the right choices. We will choose to think rightly. Will choose to think spiritually. You know, Abraham was a spiritual man. Abraham chose rightly. And you know, the key to his thinking rightly, everywhere Abraham went, you know what he did? He built an altar. Everywhere he went. You see, Lot, he just, he saw that well water and he went down there. And that thing, you know, he's a, he's a leader in the city of Sodom, sitting in the gate. No record that he ever made an altar under the Lord. He's too busy to make an altar. He right. had things to do. But Abraham, Abraham was, was more busy than Lot. Abraham was a very wealthy man. He had a lot of cattle, a lot of herds, and a lot of, a lot of things going on, a lot of people under him. And yet everywhere he went, he made an altar. It, it was important to him. Right. It was priority to him. It's because he esteemed God above everything else. Right. And that's, that's the, real, the real choice of life. Is that right there? Are we going to put God above everything else? Or are we going to put us and our, whatever we think, you know, the natural, above things of God? That's, that's the question. That's the key to whether or not we're going to thrive in Jesus or want to be destroyed. Amen. Praise God. Good message, brother. Good word. Stand to your feet. Praise God. Oh, I'm just going to go ahead. We're, we're um, Thursday's Thanksgiving, so I think it's kind of a, a given that we're not having, I would think everybody would know that, we're not going to do um, 
Thursday night meeting, but I just want to let y'all know that, confirm that, so that y'all know that. Um, let's see, I don't think there's anything else I need to say. That's it. Brother Daniel Resort, close us in prayer. Yeah,